welcome to the Abundant Wellness with Andrea podcast, From Surviving to Thriving in Mind, Body, and Spirit. My name is Andrea Jones. I'm a registered nurse, functional hormone coach, inner healing and deliverance pastor, and most importantly, wife and mother of two beautiful, amazing girls. Um, This podcast is really a conversation about how to discover and walk in an abundant and overcoming life that God has laid out for us while successfully processing pain and overcoming the things in our life that are hard, Um, really so that we can nurture all of the parts of ourselves um, so that we can walk in abundant wellness. Welcome to episode one. I'm so excited to just really begin the conversation of developing a whole holistic perspective on our mind, body, and spirit health. And really, this was birthed out of the desire for for me to see people walk in freedom, um, which really started about 10 years ago when I, I began my own inner healing journey that I didn't even know I needed. So we're going to dive into the nitty gritty of all of that Um, the process that kind of came out of it, um, what that entailed, how I set myself up for success in that process, and really really just being super open about what that looks like to give you, the listener, hope, perspective, and um, the opportunity to walk in that abundant wellness. So really, you know, really, if we go all the way back to the beginning, I was raised in a Christian home. Um, and I had no idea that I needed inner healing. I had no idea that I really was emotionally crippled by a lot of things that happened in my life. And, um, it really wasn't until, um, my first child was born that my life kind of started to unravel. And so keep in mind, I've served the Lord my entire life. I have loved the Lord my entire life. I've had a very tight relationship with God for the entirety of my life. Um, But I also had a lot of pain and a lot of emotional dysfunction coming from the environment that I was raised in with um, my mother being very emotionally unstable um, and a lot of codependency going on in the home. My mother was very controlling. My dad was very passive. And when I was pregnant with my oldest daughter, who's now 11, uh, my dad was diagnosed with brain cancer. And my mom became increasingly emotionally unstable. And it was like all of a sudden, this veil was removed from my eyes and I could see the dysfunction that I was living in. I was no longer blind to it. I could no longer numb myself to it. It was like the filter had been removed and I I could fully see um, just the level of dysfunction that I had grown up in and was raised in. And a lot of the the unprocessed emotions that came in with that. And keep in mind that I was at this time also um, part of a church that I had belonged to for a long time and learned a lot of amazing things, uh, developed a lot of great leadership skills there. Uh, But there were some, you know, some things that were definitely not helpful for my journey that we're going to talk about that because um, I think it's important to talk about those issues that contribute to um, people not fully recovering their emotional and spiritual health after trauma. So 
when I was pregnant with my daughter, um, and then gave birth to her, my dad passed away about five weeks later. So I was still very much in that postpartum, uh, fog, postpartum hormones. I mean, everything was, you know, extra raw and emotional because my dad had just passed away. And my dad, the role that my dad played in my life, um, he was very, he was my buffer. He was like, he got me. He knew me. He understood me. We like, we got each other, you know? And so when he passed away and I was kind of left with my mother now being the only parent in my life, um, and at the same time, I am now having memories, um, flashbacks of things coming up in my memory that I just had never processed. I'd never talked to anybody about them. I didn't know that they were not normal. I didn't know that they were not healthy. I didn't know that they were not things that other people had to experience until I started talking to other people about it. And I would just share kind of nonchalantly some things that would happen and, you know, the look on people's face, like, wait, your mom did what, um, really began to kind of unravel my, my coping mechanisms for lack of a better word. And so I am now trying to navigate, you know, my mother wanting to be really involved with the pregnancy and the birth of my daughter and me just having this inexplainable urge to protect my daughter. And I couldn't, I couldn't pinpoint why until the memories started coming up of the emotional and physical abuse that I had just blocked way down deep. And now for those of you that are listening, it's actually very common for women during pregnancy and in that postpartum period to actually have stuff kind of resurface, emotional trauma, pain, what have you. Um, I personally believe it's the Lord's way of bringing us into healing so that we don't carry on that neglect and abuse to our children. I'm not saying that God created the trauma. I'm just saying that I feel like it's the body's way of saying, hey, we need to take care of this so that we don't carry this on into your family. And so I'm having all of these memories. I am now at the point of not coping super well. I'm having insomnia. I'm having anxiety. And I finally decide it's time for me to go see a counselor. Now, keep in mind, during this same time as I'm grieving the loss of my dad, I have a brand new baby. Uh, my husband and I are just, you know, figuring out how to be parents. Um, my mother had started kind of a campaign against me. So I initially, when I started having some memories of things come up, I initially brought it to her and not, not in the context of look what you did wrong. You really screwed up. But do you remember this happening? It was almost like I was questioning whether or not those things had actually happened to me. And I went to my siblings and they're like, Oh yeah, I totally remember that. And then I would go to my mom and you know, she would say, Oh no, that never happened. And, or I don't remember it that way. And so then I kind of started to feel like maybe I can't fully trust myself. Um, and, uh, and she, did not understand why I was so protective of my daughter and not wanting her to be alone with her and not respecting my own personal boundaries. And so I get into therapy and I start working with a lovely Christian counselor and, 
you know, whenever you start something new, there's stuff that's going to come up. It feels very raw. It feels very vulnerable. Um, it kind of feels like you're trying to piece together the past. And it's kind of like if you have a room that is an absolute disaster and you need to organize it, you first have to pull everything out and it looks much messier at the outset than it did even before you started cleaning. That is what it's like when you get into therapy. And, um, and so things kind of emotionally got a little bit worse at first, actually a lot a bit worse at first because I was finally diving into the emotions and the anger. And I, I really, it kind of smacked me upside the head, just how much trauma I actually had. And this really began to confront, um, I would say some unhealthy beliefs within the church system that I was a part of, which was very much this whole forgive and forget, you know, the blood of Jesus covers that. So you just shouldn't be thinking about it anymore. And while I understand the sentiment of that, um, from a physiologic standpoint and an emotional standpoint, that's actually not how God wired us to heal from trauma. And, um, and so it's very unhelpful when people say things like that, like you just need to forget about it. That's in the past, you know, yada, yada. Yes, it's in the past, but your brain and your body and even your spirit don't know that because it's unprocessed trauma. And so eventually in one of these episodes, I'm going to talk about the parallel of forgiveness, um, and processing trauma and what that actually looks like to, to be emotionally delivered from something as we're processing our pain. So that being said, um, I am feeling ultra confused because now my only outside support system, we kind of in my church home environment, my, my home church environment, um, is not a place for me to be able to share what I'm going through. And so I'm experiencing, you know, some pretty intense, deep levels of, of emotional trauma, etc. And I'm trying to process that in a healthy way, um, but not getting the support that I need from my family for sure. And now not getting that from the church that I belong to. And it was very, very confusing for me because I felt like, okay, God, you're, you've kind of put me in this position where all of this stuff is getting exposed. And I feel I felt for the first time probably in my adult life that I was on the outside looking in. I was the pariah. I was the the person with this tarnished past that nobody wanted to talk about. Nobody wanted to get into the nitty gritty and say, how can I support you? How can I love you? How can I care for you as you heal throughout this process. And it was very hard because at the same time as my, my whole world, my whole emotional world, everything that I uh, had constructed as a means of self-protection was really being torn to, to the ground. I mean, God was taking it all the way to the foundation. Um, at that same time, I'm now having to also confront simultaneously these lies that I had been believing about God, lies that I had been believing about um, the church, lies that I had been believing about forgiveness. Um, I thought forgiving meant, you know, just don't ever think about it again when that's not the truth at all. 
And so I really pulled back. I stopped talking to people about it. I mean, I had my husband and my counselor and I think one close friend at the time that I was really kind of allowing in on that process because you have to remember that at that same time, I'm having to now implement and walk out boundary setting with my primary abuser for the first time in my entire life. And, you know, with very weak boundaries because super codependent at the time, super not strong in myself or my own identity, um, very much enmeshed with my siblings and <clears throat> not not knowing how to navigate that. And it was a very messy, uh, very, very messy, broken time in my life. And, you know, I had a lot of hopelessness at the time as well because, again, my own internal paradigm, my own constructed defense mechanisms, my own, um, everything that I had created to self-protect was now coming down. And I honestly did not know if I would make it out, um, being sane and whole and healed. And I, I just want to share for those of you that are listening, if that's you and you're in that really messy place and you're in that place of not knowing how you're going to get through and how you're going to make it to the other side and what that other side could even look like because it's it's really hard to imagine a life without the trauma and without the pain um that it's absolutely worth it and the god of hope will not leave you and that's the one thing that when I look back on my life and the testimony of Jesus in my life is that he has never left me. And even having to go through all the trauma therapy and all the natural supports that he gives us to undo the damage of what other people have done, um, he never left me. And so if that's you and you're in this place where God's kind of uncovering or revealing things to you that you didn't know you needed to deal with, I just want to release over you that he's with you. He's never going to leave you. It says that he who began that good work in you uh, will carry it out to completion, which means that he's not going to stop as long as you're taking his hand and taking those steps at a time. And so take hold of my story, take hold of my testimony. We're going to dive more into this um, in future podcasts and what that really looked like practically to forgive and release and set boundaries and get delivered of some stuff that really was keeping me in bondage. Um, but before we get into that stuff, I just want to release that hope over you. Thank you for listening to this episode one of Abundant Wellness with Andrea from Surviving to Thriving in Mind, Body, and Spirit.